0: You are now listening to Feeding and Off in Each Other. three,
1: two, one. <laughs> Hello,
0: Chethers. Chether Nation, how are you doing?
2: Hello. We're back. Chether Nature.
1: It's been a while since we recorded uh, one of these. That's why I immediately said we're back, because it has been a long time
2: since yeah. we recorded.
0: Yeah, I guess we're pulling the curtain a little bit, and we, recorded. we haven't recorded for a few weeks. And things feel different. Mm-hmm. You guys are s- swapped in opposite places. Mm-hmm. I told you I felt fine
1: about it, but honestly, I'm <laughs> uncomfortable.
2: I feel very uncomfortable. I feel
1: super uncomfortable. Also, Normally I, have a, yeah, I feel unsupported. I'm usually leaning to the left, now I'm leaning to the right.
2: One of, one of my earphones isn't working right now, and I just hit myself in the face with the headphones right here.
0: You, it's, it feels swole. Do you want Jason to kiss it better on camera? <laughs> no, Come no. on, Jason, kiss it better. <laughs> no, I don't. no, no, no,
2: no. Ah. I will.
0: Ah. Ah, we've had enough controversy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today's a cool podcast because this is the first time that we have taken our guest mountain biking before the podcast. And now we're going to chop it up and talk about mountain biking.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that's different that's, new. <laughs> that's different well I mean we
0: haven't actually take I feel like we often on the podcast we'll say like we should go for a ride we should do it and it never happens mm-hmm. it, it's true it's lip service mm-hmm. but today we did it before so yeah yeah good. yeah that's great I love it who's who's uh guaya <laughs> key herbamate is that
1: well one's for our guest and one's for
0: me there's one on open I'm just wondering are you gonna that's open up okay, okay. open properly yeah, open yeah, it yeah. properly okay Kickstart. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's, uh, yeah. Wow. The peach flavor. Peach revival. And thanks Guayaki for dropping those off. We're the first in Canada to try the peach, the peach flavor. Now, are you saying that correctly? Guayaki. Peach? (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) pronounced I
2: believe it's Piache.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Guayaki. Say it with me. Guayaki. It's not Guayaki. It's not Guayaki.
2: Guayaki. Guayaki. That's like that, um, you know, Rihanna song, Live Your Life with T.I. No. You know, the beginning is like, guayaki, Rock. guayaka, guayaka, <laughs>
0: Guayaki.
1: can we get to our guest? Yeah, yeah in limited time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dave, so, did you write this intro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have limited time because our guest is <clears throat>
0: flying
2: out of here in yeah about an hour and a half. <laughs> Boy, are his arms going to be tired. All right. Our guest today is world renowned for his beautiful, soothing, and inspiring travel and solo hiking videos. He's racked up millions of views and hundreds upon thousands of subscribers on YouTube and has joined us all the way from Brooklyn, New York, ladies and gentlemen, Craig Adams. He's Thank you
3: for that, jeez. New York. You guys took me mountain biking and now I can't pretend like I know what I'm talking about with mountain biking because I was going as slow as I could. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, yes, yeah, so, so you weren't going that slow, to be honest.
3: Uh, I was like high-strung. I got the, the mountain bike hands right now. I'm very tired, I'm playing it cool.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Well, it was you, fun though. It was fun? Oh yeah. And that was your, it wasn't your first time?
3: I did like a little baby run at some point in Montana, but this was like my first official ride.
1: Wow. And do you remember where we took
3: you? Um, it was north of here in Vancouver, north, north Vancouver. Mount From. Mount From. Mount Frome. Yeah. F-R-O-M-M-E,
0: Mount From. And the trail? Super technical. The it trail? Was, it was like
3: a blue circle? <laughs>
0: it was. No, it was a blue square. Blue square. And it was called bobsled. 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 Oh! I liked it. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was fun. Good. Oh, and then we also took you on another trail called Kirkford. It's a technical trail.
3: I walked a little bit on that
0: one. Yeah, you were uh, swearing a lot more on that <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: And saying, this
0: sucks a lot more. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was making like joke screams on the easy one, but when I got to the hard one, I was <laughs> Just a little... You know, a little different.
1: Yeah, it it is hard. It's it hard. Is hard. It's hard. The North Shore is a hard place to go mountain biking for the first time. There's not like an easy progression. It's either like pretty pretty easy, or like quite hard. And we took you on both. <laughs> Dude, yeah. first
3: time mountain biking, then a podcast. Though it's a good combination. I think you should do it more in the future.
1: Yeah, it's fun because
0: now we get to break it up, break it up. You know. So I'm tell us. You say your arms are hurting, and you it's said. You said that the like there's different muscle groups being used. What are you feeling right now?
3: Yeah, uh, mostly my arms and like my upper back, just because I was holding on to those handlebars. And I definitely realized that I should only use the back pedal, so I didn't use this hand. This hand was just holding on to the bar as hard as it could. Um, but I had an e-bike, so going uphill was easy. That thank you for that. Um, yeah
0: someone out there just closed their laptop and stopped listening (laughs) because you were on an e-bike.
3: Was that a secret? Was I not allowed to say?
2: No, you're allowed to. People just, uh, you know, they get up all in their feelings. I like that you think that most people are experiencing this on a laptop. Oh, well,
3: yeah.
0: Someone just threw their phone out the window. Yep. Someone smashed their TV. (laughs) (laughs) On (laughs) purpose? In protest? Yeah, I don't know why I always use the laptop closing analogy. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, I want to mention your legs. You haven't mentioned anything about your legs.
3: Here, they're, they're, here they are they're not sore <laughs> they're yeah they're a little sore just because i've been hiking non-stop since i got into vancouver and i'm flying to portland to hike another trail tonight
2: so you're gonna hike tonight i'm gonna hike tonight holy shit you're a maniac that's crazy hey f- speaking of hiking you want to hear a fun fact about hiking yes we do fun facts <laughs> The Swiss have the highest density of hiking trails per square kilometer in the world and during World War II, all the hiking signposts in Switzerland were taken down to avoid revealing valuable route information to potential invaders.
3: And they also have secret bunkers. They have like huts that are disguised to look like residential buildings, but you get close and it's like concrete with gun slits.
2: (gasps) Wild. oh man, I've never had a guest add to our fun. Facts, <laughs> yeah, jeez. <hasn't> <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're really feeding off each other, guys. <laughs> oh That's what it's
0: all about. Feeding. I off love that you're together. not feeling sore in your legs because I just want to point out, you got some big legs on you, there, sir. You got some big quads, and you're also. You're a part of the big calf club. People from, you know, the greater part of my life have mentioned, have kind of made fun of me, teased me for my <laughs> large calves here yeah. that you see if you're watching on
3: YouTube. What do you think? There's a lot of movement going on right now. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this being, yeah. That's unique. Yeah, that's a lot
0: of meat, right? <laughs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Is Johnny, it creeping you out? Johnny Chase
3: approved. I'm getting like leftover turkey dinner vibes.
0: So <laughs> yeah, know. you ever been to Disneyland and had the turkey leg? I don't even think they're this big. <laughs> This yeah. is this could feed a family of six. Yeah, damn. Can we compare real quick?
3: Yeah, you know I I run I hike I don't really bike but you what do you, what are you guys
0: seeing
1: who who wins well, the calf? Craig had a bunch movement. of bee stings on it crap. right. Yeah, you I, got bee stung legs. Yeah. People want those bee stung lips. The how, how, how uh,
3: the second half of the how Crest Trail got me a little bit with the bees. So is, how sound?
1: That's why you're here. That's why you're in Vancouver.
3: Yes, I'm on a work trip, hiking and shooting YouTube videos for my YouTube channel, and I could squeeze in two hikes: Howe Sound, how Sound Crest Trail, and Panorama Ridge. Nice. And now I'm flying out to Portland.
1: That's crazy you did that, and one, like most people will do that, and like that's their summer, mm. you know. What uh, what was it like? Did you like it? Did you hate it?
3: This is my first time in Vancouver. I just knew that it was slightly Canadian more than you know I expected. Uh,
2: oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty Canadian yeah. here. How can it only be slightly Canadian if it's in Canada?
3: I don't it's know. like Canadian. It's see, I went through downtown and mm-hmm. nothing was giving me too much Canadian vibes. But then I started talking to some people, and then the ooze and the ooz uh, started to come out, and I was like, okay, I'm here.
2: What about our accents? Yeah, do we have one? Not much at all. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, oh, I was worried for you. No kidding, that. eh? I do, bud.
3: No, I had a local subscriber pick me up and dro- drop me off at the other end of the house sound. Uh, very helpful. Nice. And he had a rich Canadian accent, so that was, you know, good.
2: Probably from a smaller town. <laughs> mm.
1: So wait, just a subs- You never met this person other than through Instagram or
3: something that I've started doing this year. If I kind of dox myself and go into this trail, can anyone? If I need a ride, if it's a loop, I don't need anyone's help. But this was super helpful to get me to the Cypress Ski Resort. Yeah, so I just hiked to my car and leave.
1: Wow, Sweet. and uh, I post that on Instagram. I'm like, can someone help me? And I don't know. How do you trust that person? It's <laughs> <laughs> a scary thing to do. As a, you know.
3: Uh, a white man. I've never felt unsafe <laughs> in my life. So no.
2: You also post on the thing, no murderers, please. <laughs> so you Words know, no. them off. Uh, everyone's
3: been nice. I've never had any bad situations, so I don't have anything really to compare it to. I'm sure it'll happen like at some point, but I'm pretty good.
2: I also think you kind of cultivate a certain type of audience if you're a certain type of person and a certain type of creator. Like You're probably not getting that many people that are Super, I don't know, weird and sketchy. Yeah.
3: They're just a little nervous and they've never really picked someone up that they know. And obviously they know a lot about me and I know nothing about them. Mm -hmm. So I do a little bit of research, like as much as I can on Instagram messages, like who are you? Where do you live? What are you doing? Okay, let's do this. Okay. So
0: what, what research did you do on us when we hit you up and said, Hey, do you want to come mountain biking and record a podcast?
3: Yeah. Checked out your stuff. I watched uh, a beautiful artistic uh, film about uh, an e-bike personification as a person. Oh, that was yes, good. yes, yes. I was impressed by that. I watched it. Oh, that one. Okay, yes. Um, and then I checked out your podcast. And since I've been here in Vancouver, I've mentioned that I was going on a podcast for like locals who like mountain bike and do outdoor stuff. And they know exactly who you are. And they're like, we love those guys. Oh. Mahalo, now
0: you're guys. talking. Yeah, wow. shout out those guys. So, you,
3: you got like the actual recommendations from people in here. Zach. You're popular. That's great. That's great. That's all I want
0: to hear. All right. Well, uh, that wraps up the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I feel good. Let's end on a high note. Yeah, we got a social clip, right?
2: <laughs>
3: I, I look at your notes and it's just that.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> them to say something good about it. Um, I, I wanted to paint a picture of your YouTube channel for those listening who maybe are not familiar with your content. Um, we were in here this week building bikes um, for many hours and in the background we had your videos playing on the TV. Hmm. And they are excellent to play at any time of the day, like in the background, uh, whether or not you're kind of focused on the video, they're, they're great for watching at any time. Can you kind of give and uh, paint the picture of what a, your typical video looks like? Yeah, I will
3: travel and I'll go on hikes because I think that's one of the best ways to travel, in my opinion, to get out into nature and to backpack overnight and whatnot. And they're ASMR, they're ambient, They're silent, they're not talking. So as much as I can, I show and I don't tell. But then I'll do like guides and ads and stuff at the end once people are vibed out. But it's relaxing, it's immersive and I think it's as authentic as I can make it. Um, But obviously I have to walk back to my tripod Mm -hmm. (laughs) if it's like a distance away from me. So that's a bit obvious. But other than that, I just try to let the trails show themselves.
0: So Dave described your videos kind of as like screensavers, mm. and I would agree because like screensavers are generally the best of the best. They're like you know it's very nice shots.
2: if you have like a newer Apple TV, there's like a lot of droning stuff where you're almost like, is that even real? Because it looks so remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of gives me that vibe. Yeah. And. And yeah, as I said, like I didn't want this to
0: come off as a as an insult. Like they're great for the background, great for while you're doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make it sound like we're not paying attention, but I mean that that can't be said for all types of content. I mean, I think that's actually one of the great things about your channel is you just run it in the background.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if I wanted to be Mr. Beast, they would be a little different. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's kind of the like the anti. Like I'm definitely going in the slow, make slow content, make boring content kind of realm.
1: And is that, like, it's how did you anti- find that niche? How did you, like, come upon yeah. it? Because I, I think when I found you, I've been watching your stuff for many years now, like pre-pandemic, which is many years. Um so and, at least, like, four years. No. And did you go into YouTube being like, I want to make this? Because I hadn't seen other videos like that at the time, I guess. Now I see a lot of this type of stuff.
3: Yeah, I've been doing YouTube almost my entire life. To make money, and I've never had a real job, so I've moved through different genres: weddings, vlogging, like like uh, in New York City, and then travel stuff. It's always been inspired by someone else. So, um, I was watching like Primitive Tech, who on YouTube is just like a guy who is in the Australian wilderness and just makes things without talking. Just love that Love that. Yeah, love that show. So good. And when I started becoming interested in backpacking, I was watching YouTube to figure out what how to be safe and how to have fun and where to go. And it was always like, hey, YouTube, what's up? Like, we're going to do this and, like, handheld. Yeah. And I just made what I would want to see. And I'm just like, show it. Don't tell it. And you don't have to be too crazy. Yeah.
1: Don't overthink it.
3: Yeah. I'm
0: curious. So, in the show don't tell process, do do you consider yourself a storyteller?
3: Yeah, it's a very simple story. It's just the trip. And there's definitely elements of i want each shot to look different i don't want to do repetitive shots like the same type over and over again Um, i want it to build towards something so obviously every night you sleep in a tent or a hut or something and that's kind of like a reset for the next section the more that you break it down into storylines the better the experience probably
0: because i don't want to minimize your work at all because it's brilliant but when i compare it to what we do on mountain bikes it's a lot less effort than oh, what yeah. we
3: do that's also why i like doing it
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and i get a little jealous we, like, less man, effort we could,
2: less effort how
0: less effort in that um you're not adding a voiceover you're not coming up with a story an old a story there's no concept watch me you know, you're less th- trying to
2: find the hook. It's more just like, here I am. Just look at this beauty yeah. <laughs> it's here. Just, here yeah. I am. I'm walking yeah. and so it's, it's beautiful
3: documentation. Yeah, know. that's right. This is what's happening. I'm just capturing it.
0: And so, you know, I'm thinking, oh, well, I guess he's not telling a story yet. He is telling a story. It's not like the story that we might tell yet. There's a story there. You're watching it. But so I, I was curious your take on that, like the storytelling that comes through.
3: Yeah. And the difference between like trying to be helpful and make a guide, like if I really tried to add value in that sense, like here's how you get to the trailhead, here's how many miles, here's like the best food for this section, like there's water here, here, here. that would be a way different video than what I'm making, which is more documentation and and kind of maybe artistic rather than uh, prescribing like advice. But I kind of do a back and forth because honestly you make more money when you are more helpful. But Mm. I'm so surprised people watch my stuff though because I I think it's a little boring. Like I, I don't really watch this type of video too much and I was amazed when I uploaded my first three hour compilation that so many people watched it and it's just definitely a background thing, yeah.
0: I thought it was brilliant how you made the 10-hour, uh, l- not a loop, 10 hours of yep. hiking through the wilderness. And at the beginning, you put an ad. And you said, thanks to our sponsor for allowing us to play 10 hours without any ads interrupting in the middle at all. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the case. It's not. It's not the case. That <laughs> <right>. This <laughs> is, all right. is the that worst example
3: off. to bring it up. <laughs> <I'm>
2: sorry. <laughs> Cut that. Cut that.
3: This is why that you- was my intention. Music screwed me and I think one label claimed two songs when I already have I had Lame. licensing, but they terminated, and now I can't not show ads in it. It's out of my control.
0: This is why you get YouTube premium, people. If you don't like the ads, yes. get YouTube premium. But
3: the idea is good. I'm going to do it again, but I'm going to do it like I 100% know. I'm going to get a custom score for it from an artist.
0: <clears throat> a wasp has just landed on our guest. Oy. We have an infestation of wasps in the studio. This <laughs> is not a drill. Infest <laughs>
3: Infestation? What did I say?
0: Should we show this to the
2: landlord if he doesn't believe us?
3: Are you okay? It wants the peach on my lips. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You
3: can't have it. Who
1: doesn't? (laughs) Matt, it's under your chair. Um, It is... If you just step (sighs) on it, you will kill it. It's um, right... Yeah, it's at the front of your chair. Now it's going deeper. Is this like a studio pet or what is this? No. (laughs) Uh, It's a studio pest. There's an infestation. (laughs) Yeah, just go under there. This is an okay. Eric Andre style yeah. uh, interview. <laughs> okay,
0: I was really worried this is gonna happen. This is a new thing in the studio that we have wasps coming in, and we don't know where they're coming from.
2: This is a new thing, new feature of the <laughs> place. <laughs> this is a new bit,
3: a new feature.
0: Wasp
2: Every week, corner, it's a oh new god. segment. Oh
3: my god! Right. <laughs> you have like an electronic <laughs> container that is like open the wasp. Like you just press the button, and it just releases them.
2: Yeah, it's real <laughs> Doctor Evil <laughs> <laughs> style. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, what was what what is Eric Andre's show? What's it called?
2: The Eric Andre. The Eric, the Eric, show. Eric Andre. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just what's Eric Andre's show hey, called? How do you call nine one one. What's the number again? <laughs>
0: Wait, can you talk about any of that stuff? I heard a little bit.
3: Uh, not yet. I want to keep it under wraps. But okay, all right. I have friends that um, are friends with like celebrities, and I think it'd be really cool to just get. Um cool people on the trail a little bit. I tried my best doing group hikes with subscribers. I love you, you're all awesome if you're watching. Thank you for buying tickets and going. Um, But yeah, it might be interesting to do some small backpacking trips with people.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, who blames you? A big group is just a, a lot to manage
3: when you're out in the wilderness. And I'm not a guide. There's a lot of responsibility when it, it comes to, like, hiking with other people. Mm-hmm. Like, even be- mountain biking with you guys, like, you know, you had to watch, make sure that I wasn't going to die.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, right. We were watching the entire
3: time. <laughs> <laughs> <Send> him down. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I, I respect that. So you're talking like you would film yourself taking these people out onto terrain they don't normally go onto and
3: yeah that process yeah um just inviting other people uh other creators would be really cool it's a no-brainer uh just on the videos than trips that i do instead of just going by myself because 90 percent of the videos and trips that i go on i'm by myself because it's just easier you know if you're filming
0: yeah, celebrities sure. hiking mountains, drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. There, there's the concept. Yeah. Drinking guayaki, guayaki, guayaki. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're a huge coffee guy. We found this out today. Mm-hmm. Huge coffee guy, and you and Jason would uh, definitely be friends in the coffee world.
1: Yeah,
3: I don't know who loves coffee more, you or Jason?
0: Actually. For sure,
1: Craig. <laughs> yeah. You said five to six a day at home.
3: Yeah and like i said it's if you break down what i do in essence it's i travel the world and drink coffee more so than hike or make videos it's just in
1: pursuit of coffee yeah so where has the best coffee stockholm has
3: some really good coffee uh you go to the source though in the mountains of like peru you can get it fresh and it's delicious but new york has great coffee i love i love new york because it has great coffee
1: okay so if
0: you had to choose one. <laughs> How do you even like choose best coffee? I, dude, I am not a coffee guy at all. I'll drink it, but I can't distinguish what makes a good coffee and what doesn't.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You just have to develop a palate. Drink a lot. Think about it. You got to use your noggin. You got to like slow down. And just like think. Yeah. It's like, what is the flavor? How do I feel when I drink? this? Right? <laughs> do
0: you make notes? Do you take no. notes? <laughs> uh, we have a friend who uh, will go to the bar and he'll drink whiskey and he, he's writing notes. Ooh. And you look and it's just Ooh. pages and pages Ooh. of notes. That's uh, a friend. I'll tell you later. Okay. I Can't remember his
3: name.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's birth friend
3: actually. Th-
0: I thought you just want to humiliate know.
3: them. No, no, no. Describing a person <laughs> in a bar drinking whiskey, just like writing like well,
1: writing this. notes. I think it's clever though because <laughs> like <a> well, <laughs> the notes just get like blurrier and <laughs> scribblier. Yeah. Notes of alcohol.
3: I don't drink too much coffee on trail. I should start doing that. I feel like that would be popular, but I don't know. I just try to slam water when I'm out there.
2: Mm. I'm curious about your your solo hiking experience. Do you ever go insane? I like.
3: Uh, i've never done anything insane like i have a brother who's done the pct and cdt and these like four month long hikes Mm -hmm. i could not do that i don't know how psychologically you could Mm -hmm. commit yourself to doing a hike for that long um insane if you don't see people for like three days straight i'm sure you start talking to yourself a little bit
1: yeah that's crazy what's the longest hike you've been on then
3: uh, I'd say Hornstrandir, Iceland was the most remote. It's a couple of miles or kilometers away from the Arctic circle. And I didn't see anyone for a solid two days, three days. And that was early on my hiking career. So I was, had no business being up there that exposed. So I got lucky. I survived.
0: So did you get lucky and see no one on the hikes here in BC? <laughs>
3: there were a lot of people. <laughs> uh, I was in a, a provincial park, yeah. you guys call them? Pro- yeah, we got provinces. Um, so lots of permits uh, and lots of people, um, but it was fine. Lots of mosquitoes and bugs, but that's just this month, right? Yeah.
1: July, it's a bad one. Yeah. Where did it rate on your, like, did you like it? Did you hate it? How Sound Crest Trail was great.
3: Um, pretty technical for a, a little section in the middle. And lovely that you just get to pretty much pop your tent up on a rock somewhere and have a great view of the sunset. So very good. Like, I think people should fly to Vancouver to do this trail because it's so close and most people could do it. Uh, the other one, Pan- Panorama Ridge, it's all, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's just like a cool Instagram shot after a long stair, cl- stair climb, you know? And that's and then you go back.
0: And why did you uh, choose to do that one? Yeah. Subscriber recommendation.
3: I am constantly kind of building like a list of hikes that I want to do, and it's along a spectrum between what I want to do and what I think would do well as a video. So sometimes uh, subscribers recommend something, and that makes me want to do it because it would probably be showed in SEO, Google, YouTube better, um, just to get more views. But then there's like trails that I want to do that may not make a good video just because people don't know about it. Um, So it's a balance between like one for me, one for them. And Panorama Ridge is one for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can can you fire off like a whole bunch of names of where you've been, filmed a video and hiked?
3: Yeah. Uh, So, um, Hornstrandir Iceland, top of Iceland, de Europa, top of Spain. Kilimanjaro I failed and did not make the top because I got sick uh, I've done the Alps Switzerland Italy I've done uh, man this would be much easier if I just had my YouTube had channel the, in front of me <laughs> yeah
0: it's interesting to see what comes to mind though
3: yeah yeah, I'm trying to think like in order, but um, constantly go back to the Alps. It's just so lovely there. It's more expensive. Um, hiking in Mexico, Taiwan was great. Obviously it's a big commitment to do the long flights, but Nepal, every single time I've been three times, lovely, awesome people. Been to Peru six times. Oh, yeah. That's a cheap flight, cheap stay. Lots of big mountains. i had a lot of people recommend Peru to hike. From the States, yeah. People in Europe, it's a bit longer of a flight. And, um, yeah, I love Peru. I've, I'll have i definitely go back there again, but I feel like I've done a lot already. And in the U.S., you know, just depends on the season. I'm trying to do at least one big trip a month. Yeah.
1: Yeah, your schedule just in the next few weeks gives me anxiety. What, <laughs> you're off to Oregon tonight, Mount Hood to hike, which is insane. And then what?
3: Yeah so things have ramped up a bit yeah. i'm just trying to be very efficient with my time and money the expenses you know it's coming out of my pocket to fund these trips and then i make the money in the back end somehow but i've got a wife and a puppy back home so that makes me want to be home but two years ago before covid i was a bachelor i was living out of a backpack i didn't have an apartment and i was just flying location to location hiking and making videos and that helped me do it. It was, I didn't have a home to go back to. So it was very easy to shoot these videos. And it, now you live in the city. It's unexpected for, a a, a man of the
0: wild oh, for, you to, for you to live in the, uh, the heart of New York city. Yeah. I guess I, that provides a balance for you.
3: Yeah. I moved to New York city during college to do an internship at MTV and hated that. No, well, like I was commuting to times square, which is just not a good idea. Uh, but I love New York city. Like I'm just a city guy. I love, I like, like, you know, I'm very wrapped up for New York city. Yeah, I'm a New Yorker. Uh, I get enough outdoors when I travel. He's got
0: the merch on, he's got the New York merch.
3: Hey, shout out. (laughs) I get a lot of it when I travel. So I'm pretty content having these two lives. Like I work when I travel, I get outdoor, I do adventurous stuff. And then when I'm home, I'm relaxed. I try not to post on social media. I just walk my dog, drink coffee and relax. Wonderful. You're
0: living the dream. Yeah. How about that lady on the trail today who said, where, where are y'all from? You guys out of town? And then you said New York and she went, New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to go there. <laughs> it was a good reaction. <laughs> she was very excited. Was that you typical guys, Vancouver <laughs> expression? I don't know why she was so excited I over know. New York, but I heard you snicker. I heard you laugh at her reaction. and made me
3: laugh. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> always questions why I live in New York and do what I do. Like they think that contrast is strange um. Yeah. Well, it
2: I, makes complete sense to me. Yeah. The it's a bit of yin and yang in your lifestyle. Yeah. Because then you're like I don't know if if you were a uh, insert job title, sushi. Keep chef. going, Dave, You got this. Sushi <laughs> chef. <Yep. laughs> I don't think you want to eat sushi Land every Come every meal. <laughs> Did I nail it? Nobody cared. Uh, just I'll just hit myself in the face with my headphones again. It's because
3: he's Shut all the way over there.
2: Yeah, like, he's he like, sitting the here. The vibes are off, yeah. man. The vibes are off. I forgot he was here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just the three of us. What, I was, I've been caressing your leg this whole time. That's so, you? Yeah. Oh, man.
1: That's, no, that's wasp. the wasp. Yeah, <laughs> so just one leg. Six legs. It's a very sharp
0: caress. Yeah. Ow. Oh, um, oh, I wanted to hear about uh, some of your adventures out there. If anything's ever gone wrong, because we relate... To the self-filming aspect you set up the tripod you set up the shot then you go do the thing you clear the frame and then you walk all the way back and also you're not only are you doubling your miles that you're walking you're doubling your footage that you're saving on your computer but I was mostly wondering have you ever had like a camera fall over
3: yeah I've had cameras fall over um, nothing too catastrophic where like stopped me from filming the trip but yeah then once or twice, but now I'm, I'm smarter. I always lock down and you go, you go way wide when you're on top of a peak with any wind. Like that's just no brainer now. And what are you shooting on recently? I've been shooting on Sony for a long time. Right now I'm on a Sony A7S Mark III, which is great in low light and I have a seven or 20 to 70 millimeter lens. I've tried everything under the sun. I like the POV wide angle, but having a little bit of telephoto has been good for like animals and some sunset distant peaks kind of shots.
0: How many batteries are you bringing out there? Yeah, because you have a drone too trying to get a sense of how much you're taking out there because when when jason and i go on a bike ride and we're filming it we're bringing that huge pack that you see over there and that's full of i mean that how much do you think that weighs jason 35 pounds 35 pounds and probably. we're riding with it
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah 35 would be pretty much the max for my pack for stuff it's usually less than that probably like 20 20 to 25 pounds
0: but it's not just camera gear that's with everything yeah with everything uh
3: so everything that is, well, everything i own is very ultralight like i have i've spent the money or been sent things that are just kind of the top as far as efficient weight size uh like my tent very small very light sleeping pad all of it so that helps have have you uh, gotten into hammock camping at all i tried that early on my career (laughs) (laughs) didn't love it yeah no i'm not never going back to hammock it's just like a in the park in the city kind of thing but never Camping, sleeping. I kinda like it.
1: I yeah. kinda like it. I've had a I've You've had the worst sleeps of your life. Any like we've been on two camp trips this Well, and Both times you're like, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> when it's good,
0: it's good. But the reason it sucked in the last few times was because I connected one side to Jason's tent, like his truck. his truck. Yeah. The, uh, the actually the cage that holds the tent. And I and I put the other side to another vehicle. So anytime I moved, I thought I was disturbing them in their sleep and waking them up. So oh. And oh. I'm like that when I sleep, even uh, when I'm in bed with Brooke and I move around, I think I'm waking her up all the time. And it was the same thing with you, Jason. I didn't want to mm-hmm. wake you up. And then you, in the morning, you're like, I had a great sleep. I never noticed anything. And I'm <laughs> being courteous, trying not to wake you up.
3: And then someone could go in the truck and take off the brake and just slowly inch back oh, as you God. sag down onto the floor. <laughs> well, now I have I'm a, trying to think of the pranks. Now I have a new, <laughs> f-
0: <laughs> Yeah. And now I have a new fear <laughs> in case it ever just runs away.
3: But did you like, would it rain? For these, because if, if it's going to rain, you have to put up a tarp. But yeah. If it rains in a hammock with no tarp, that's a nightmare.
0: Well, I put the tarp on. Okay. Bug net and Bug tarp. Bug net, yeah. Okay. But the thing that blows is if you want to stay warm, it's great in the summer. But if you want to stay warm, you need that underslung um, quilt. Yeah, it's a. Uh, and isn't it foil? of no, those like actual quilts oh. and it goes underneath because if you're, if you put any blanket or anything down underneath you in your hammock, then you sit on it, you're compressing the feathers and the feathers don't do anything. It's not holding the heat. So you need the, the quilt underneath fluffy so that it keeps the hot air
3: in. What about a blow up thermo rest, though?
0: I think that could work too, but you're still squishing it a little bit, but you could kind of like put it underneath. So yeah, that's the crappy part is keeping your butt warm in a hammock. Hmm. Yeah. Okay.
2: I can see why you moved on. <laughs> it's pretty problematic. <laughs> yeah, you're like, actually, these are a lot of problems. Yeah, these are terrible. These are the worst hammock salesman.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. What? What about sleeping in a bivy?
3: Uh, no. Cause like the tent I have is just a net for the bugs. And then if it's warm enough, like I've cowboy camped before, but yeah, I've just never done a bivy. i I, I picture most people who do that are people who are sleeping on top of a peak, like when it's cold. What's a bivvy? What's cowboy camping?
2: <laughs> I've only done reverse cowboy What cowboy. is hiking? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? Where's New York? Where
1: am I? So
3: Grand Canyon, it was hot, and we got down, we were camping, my brother and I, and cowboy campings, you just throw down a tarp, or even just the tent, and you just sleep on top of it with nothing. So just stars and uh, yeah. exposed. That's cowboy. Cowboy style. Cowboy, yeah. Okay. Cowboy. Do you have those in Canada? Are you have cowboys? Cowboy? Uh, Are you cowboys? I think there's cow people.
2: <laughs> we have cows and boys. <laughs> we have cows and boys. Uh,
3: and then Bivvy is like a tent that's a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, I think the Bivvy is just the, it's just the tent without the walls. Yeah, like it's, it's just two. It, it's the roof. The wall. Like it's what just a triangle. It? It's just this. <laughs> That's a bivy. Don't you get it, Dave? Yeah. No, I'm still not <laughs> any more clear <laughs>
3: what's happening.
0: Uh, pull it up. Pull up a bivy. How much time we got? We, you got to get out of here in uh, 20 minutes.
3: Yeah. So I'm going to fly out. Portland, and then drive immediately over to the Mount Hood bivy.
0: She's having trouble spelling yeah. bivy. There you go. There, there you go. Yeah, yeah. you nailed it. Sack yeah. bivy sack. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Wait, no, this is not helpful at all.
1: What? Yeah, that's it. Oh
0: yeah. Oh. Okay. Wait, that's a bivy. Yeah. I thought a bivy has no walls
1: on it. No. I don't See, This think. is
2: why I was confused. Bivy talk.
1: Yeah. That's a bivy. Yeah. We're getting
2: deep. I know deep Mike into the Bibby. Bibbies. Anybody? 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 What? Mike Bibby?
1: So, the thing with this,
3: if there's dew or moisture, like you're going to be wet and you can't move around. And if you have a pack, it might have to be outside the bivy. You know, there's just a lot of downside. You save weight and size, but really, do you? That much? I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> sure, no, about you sure about that. Sure about that? I was literally watching that this morning.
1: Good.
3: Oh, thank God. I
1: can't
3: on. get enough of it.
0: You sure about that? <laughs> sure about that? <laughs> I thought
2: that yeah, were my monsters on the world. <laughs>
3: you,
0: you mentioned something about uh, sketch comedy in your background. Mm. Uh, sketch comedy during university, something like that? Yeah. Is
2: I got
3: my start watching Jackass and just wanting to make videos like that, like a lot of filmmakers, I guess. Yeah. Um, made a lot of sketches in, in college because funny things were, like, the only thing that people cared about for my friends. So we'd make sketches, you know. We would get a gorilla costume and just do pranks on campus. We would do all this fun, crazy things, man. Like no throw, throw fake people out the window and get called on by <gasps> campus security. And dummies. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we know a thing or two about dummies. Mm-hmm. I saw a video of you guys throwing some people around with yeah. some fake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: but you were thrown in the university. That seems like a it's easy dumb. way to get in trouble. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs>
1: I was a piece of
2: shit, though. Nice. <laughs> where, where,
1: where,
3: did, where did those uh, videos end up? Oh, yeah. Secret YouTube channel that I will not uh. say. <laughs> Cause, yeah, some of them are a little edgy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So you're a fan of comedy then? Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, I miss those days. And I think every so often, like, how could I make a joke YouTube video for what I do now? And like April Fools is so cliche. I I feel like I should just make a video and drop it where I sprint up a mountain and every shot is me just booking it with a big pack as hard as I can, which I can do for like maybe 10 seconds before being exhausted, going uphill, but then just like a hundred of those shots in a row. That was just no talking, just me fucking just... I (laughs) would love
0: that like chaotic running through the mountains to death metal or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What if your, your arms are flailing? Really? (laughs) I picture you hear (laughs) the movement. Yeah. Yeah,
3: You hear the movement. There's no music. It's like ambient, but frantic.
2: (laughs) Oh man. I can't wait till April fools. Please, Uh, please do it. It's part of the bit that like you couldn't sustain that amount of running, but no one could do it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. But that's the power of filmmaking
0: cinema. (laughs) that's storytelling so now that you have a little bit of mountain biking experience under your hands are we gonna see any
3: bike packing videos from you yeah people have been asking for that on youtube um i haven't done any research i feel like colorado might be a good place like somewhere a little flatter and more deserty maybe that's a dumb idea
1: no i think that's a good idea yeah, that's um good. fat
3: tire bikes are a thing yep right that helps um I guess I just need to watch some other YouTubers. Don't do fat do do
1: biking. Not fat, fat biking, biking. There's like plus, there's bigger tires than we rode today that help when you're carrying that much load if you're packing your bike. Yeah.
3: But yeah, these seem like good bikes. Um would an e-bike work for that? No, right? I don't know. You need access to a charger. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, Jay, you were saying that in Europe the uh cabins they host mm-hmm. these coolers that have e-bike I was calling it a cooler
1: it. it looks like a, a fridge yeah kind of like okay a, you open it and so that I've heard from a lot of people in Europe not all of Europe but like in the Alps for example how you can do hot trips like hiking hut hut hut. you can do that with an e-bike and every hut there's like batteries that are freshly charged and you take that out and you take one of on your bike put that one in putting your bike and you go to the next hut hmm. and at every hut usually there's like a, either a coffee shop or beer or just some nice cured meats aren't no. all the batteries different though no not really because if you have a bosch bike oh yeah okay all your batteries are the same yeah. so hmm. i think like bosch would install that shimano would install that and like you would just have it it's, it's like a
2: propane tank thing exactly yeah
3: So when I'm hiking, I'm carrying a tripod, which is annoying. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's just extra. It slows me down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Technically with a bike, I would have to attach it somehow maybe for quick access, but I don't know, man, it may be with another person. So they could at least shoot and then catch up to me. It would just be a lot of start and stop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We That's our life. <laughs> yeah, that's our life. <laughs> You're man. describing our life. Yeah. And it, 10 years later, the tripod's still annoying as hell. And like, we haven't found the perfect travel tripod. There's always something that's just a little yeah. bit unreliable about it, or yeah. we think it's going to fall over. Yeah. And we're putting a red on top of ours, too. So it's really top-heavy, and if that falls over, then it's pretty cata- catastrophic.
3: Dude, that's work. Yeah. Sometimes you want to just go for a ride without filming, don't you?
1: Yes. Or- Do you ever go for a hike without filming?
3: Not much, but last year and more so than ever before, I'm starting to do more trail running. And with that, you just can't have a big camera. Well, you could, but you, d- I just don't want to, I, w- I do handheld GoPro and iPhone stuff with that. And it's a breeze. It's so, so lovely to not have to stop.
0: Yeah. yeah that's nice. Sure. So when you use the iPhone, are you using detachable lenses like the, uh, you just uh, straight up stock phone.
3: Yeah. So I got the new iPhone and for about eight months, Last year, I did iPhone only for a bit. So I got rid of all my gear and just did iPhone. So hiking films, travel films, everything was shot on iPhone and it was pretty it was a cool test. Uh I had more fun shooting that way, but I definitely had a drop in interest and I switched up the expectations with my subscribers. So obviously the algorithm responded negatively to that. Uh so now I'm back to like a mixture of both. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Are you a slave to the subscribers do you ever feel like that or like the algorithm
3: uh it's my job so obviously i will do things to try to make money with the videos but i would say compared to most youtubers i'm definitely doing what i want first and foremost Uh, i still feel like i have a good hold over you know what my channel is and what i want to be doing i still enjoy hiking (laughs) Uh, but it might transition into the next interest uh house renovation or i don't know stonks boy, no. <laughs> finance channel hiking no
0: oh yeah I've heard CPMs are good on stock channels mm-hmm. um, are, are you kind of the originator of this ASMR hiking style video
3: mm, definitely not I was so like I said I was inspired by other YouTubers who were doing the silent thing Right. it's definitely a lot bigger now there's cooking there's house renovation house building homestead there's the you know everyone going out into the wilderness, making these silent videos and whatnot. But as far as YouTube silent hiking, I was one of the like first big ones, but there's a couple in the space now who are doing things differently. And that's awesome. Like I love seeing people making silent videos, but in their own way. Uh, So that's good. Yeah, I love the silent video. I think
0: we should start doing that, Jason. Scrap the VO, scrap the music. Oh, well, actually, you have music.
3: So, how would you describe the music in your videos? I was fortunate to find Alaskan tapes. Shout out Daniel. Uh, he was just like pff, ambient music. That w- <laughs> so, if you play Minecraft,
0: <laughs> I don't. I've never played. Uh, you can imagine
3: the music comes in when you least expect it. And it's, it kind of builds, and it always fits the mood. And that's kind of how I shaped my music to begin with. And I found this artist who just pumped out perfect music, very drone, ambient, evolving music. So I've used him a lot in my films and found other artists like him. Um, what was it called, Alaskan? Alaskan Tapes. Yeah. Alaskan
2: Tapes. Shout out, Alaskan and What tapes. about your sound design? How much of it is actually captured on the day?
3: It's so important to have a good microphone for these videos. Like, if your sound doesn't, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't work. Like, as much as you can, you try to make the music, the score, the natural sound of the footsteps, the birds. Mm-hmm. Whenever I get actual bird sounds in the film, it's like yes, like <laughs> let's extend that shot a little bit more, just because it's so nice to hear the birds. Um, and then the wind a little bit. Like having a dead cat on the microphone is super important because. The wind is almost like music that changes and flows between shots and crossfading <laughs> The sound between shots is super important because I want it to seem like it's all one thing and not jarring, which is the simplest thing that a lot of other YouTubers that I see don't do. Like if I see a YouTube video and hear like sharp cuts between their sound. Yeah. It's yeah. so jarring. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like just crossfaded. Yeah.
2: So see the vibe you're trying to establish, right? You're trying to make it feel seamless and nice. Yeah. So are you ever adding fake sounds? So the only time I do that is for drone because mm-hmm. if you...
3: Drones are just like this dead silence. <laughs> so if you can... That's the one thing that I try to think about. I'm like, I know the wasp is coming. What?
0: (laughs) Oh, no. We got another one. Uh, Let's get a sound. Can we add sound in post?
3: (laughs) If I know of a drone shot, I will record a minute-long ambient Mm. uh, clip next to where that drone was, just so that I can take it and then just crush the trebles, bring in the bass, just to get that distant sound. And if you can do that without people noticing, Like if it just sounds natural, it's 100% better. Like if you score your drone clips. Yeah. That's
0: very thoughtful. I I, I feel like in my, if I were to do that, I would likely forget. But Mm -hmm. the benefit of being with someone else or with Jason is we can bounce off each other. Oh, let's not forget that. Oh, let's not forget that. Do you feel like when you're out there sometimes you just forget to do things because you don't have anybody else to bounce ideas
3: off of yeah that specifically i'd forget all the time and for some of my earlier films for the drone shots when i try to do this you'll just hear like five seconds looping (laughs) like if you really listen you can just hear the same thing instead of like a minute long record um i have done this so many times it's a muscle memory i've been shooting since i like forever like through high school all the way to now like it has always been youtube and filmmaking so yeah uh, i just i like that's why i go by myself i feel like other people slow me down because i'm so locked in at this point
1: yeah how much i mean we're gonna get into nerd talk here but how much get back in it. back end work are you doing on these videos because on the surface you're like oh yeah, he shoots the stuff color grades it probably and adds some sound that's like what how many days of work
3: it's not much uh i'm pretty well known for turning around these videos within one or two days uh this trip is a bit different because i'm in a footage collecting mode Mm -hmm. Uh, but if i was like done with these two hikes i would probably take an extra day here in vancouver post up at a a timmy hose not Timmy, (laughs) uh and then just edit it and then probably try to post it if i didn't have a sponsor it'd be super quick um it's easy dude what i do is just chronological it's a documentation and specifically for my italy video i tried to push the limits of making it boring like i was like i normally cut to like some kind of pace pull that up what if i just full clip just me walking oh he's still walking <laughs> oh he's still he's still oh he's still going and then the next clip is oh he's still going <laughs> and that video has over two million views who is watching that it's, it's one guy in the two back- million
1: times it's
2: in
3: the <laughs> and people send me clips of my videos like that one playing in the background of hotels mm. of restaurants of bars they give you the royalties for that or? where are my royalties? <laughs> yeah what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what just like on
0: the tv screens when you first walk in and something's playing
3: people in like Unreal. colombia have sent me Screen uh, videos of just my video playing on like ten screens Unreal in clubs. I'm like, what?
0: Not only is it unreal that that's happening, but it's unreal that those people can immediately recognize, "Hey, yeah. that's Craig's video. <laughs> that's Craig walking." That is funny. Yeah, because generally you're quite small in uh, in wide shots, right? Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah.
2: I guess he's always the same size, though, Matt. Uh, he's uh, just uh, a but six <laughs> two, right? Six two. Yeah. <laughs> normal, I normally
3: my back. So it's been one of the best free ads for my backpack, the backpack company, Hyperlite, that I've been using all these years. Like we're in talks and they send me stuff, but man, I'm like a NASCAR driver that's been giving away free publicity for this company (laughs) so much. And like, you know, you guys were talking about working with brands. Uh, At this point, I'm just trying to make the best content and just any leads that come my way. If it works, it works. I'm not really business focused in a sense.
0: So in your career of hiking for a living, have you had any scary animal encounters?
3: Yeah, bears uh, always pop up, you know. Uh, this grizzly on this panorama hike was the first time I'd ever seen a grizzly on trail. That was new. How close? Um, not too close. It was far. Um, it was safe. I never felt unsafe. I've As seen a white man. moose, yes. Uh, the scariest animal encounter for sure was bison in really? Catalina Island off the coast of California.
1: There's so bison on the island?
3: Yeah, so I'll some supposedly some movie back in like the 80s or something oh. brought bison there as a film prop and then just left I've them. I've heard this And they've spread and taken over the island. No wow. way. And I tried to hike through a herd and they did not like that. Oh, geez. Yeah. I've seen videos of people like running and hiding inside bear, bear uh, cages or whatever, like just because the bison were attacking them. Yeah, scary. But ice and snow is probably the most dangerous thing that I come up across. Uh, trying to go down like some really sketchy um, ski slopes while hiking, that's super dangerous when you're by yourself without an ice axe, derp.
0: What, what comes to mind, uh, the gnarliest things that's ever happened to you, the scariest, something went wrong? Is there an instance in your career that comes to mind?
3: yeah it's you know the the behind the scenes of that story that i just told mount whitney coming down there's a, like a permit bracket i went before uh the permit when it was still snowy and dangerous uh like and someone had died i i like so many times i've gone on hikes and then i hear stories of like seven people died a week before on this trail i was just like what oh yeah. my god avalanches are pretty serious i've been very lucky with that but that's something that i want to start researching more in the future like hikes in nepal or colorado in the spring like swiss stuff no joke this is no. and levi who we were uh, biking with was showing me a video of him being stuck in an avalanche and that's pretty scary oh god <laughs> he was yeah he was showing me like all this stuff you know Oh, Maybe it was a deep fake. I don't know.
0: <laughs> AI. I mean, this uh, can, can happen to anyone, anywhere. We, I uh, I rode by a, a dead guy on Mount Frome where we just rode, what? like, within the last year. Wow. Rode by him. Uh, <laughs> and I just kept on riding. So you, no, you no, go no. back
2: to see your victims after? <laughs> <laughs> fucked up, man.
0: No, I, I, well, I rode by um, a man on the ground, and I thought, I thought they, they were alive, but I... I'd figured they were you know, being looked at by paramedics who were nearby, like at that moment. And I saw some sort of piece of medical apparatus on his face and then I saw that he had knee pads on so I gathered, he was a biker, like I was riding at speed. And then I noticed he was in a white body bag. Mm. And I rode a little bit further and there actually were no paramedics, there was no ambulance, there was there was just one cop car who was about to, dump that body into the back of the cop car and go take him to the morgue, I guess. Wait, there's one guy? W- one guy and two cops. Two cops, okay. one coroner. Was that the memorial that
3: we rode by? I saw one memorial. No,
0: no, that thing. wasn't. Damn. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, you know, I guess my point is it can just happen to anybody out there at any time. And Yeah, geez, body even when after you're, body. Even when you're not in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You yeah. gotta be careful out there, Craig. Yeah, gotta be careful.
3: Yeah. You carry, a, like, a set. Is that device at all? No. Nah, screw it. Really? <sighs> to be honest, what I do is pretty tame. Like I never really put myself into situations, and I'm becoming like I'm taking bigger risks more and more. I think at a safe rate as my experience grows. But dude, hiking is all about balancing the fun and the safety. Like you can have a fun time that's unsafe (laughs) or you could take an extra two days to do a trail and have all the food and water and carry it but it's not very fun carrying that weight so um i think i've found a pretty good balance at the beginning of my career i was not having as much fun because i was carrying a lot of stuff and didn't do the research and had bad expectations but nowadays i know what i'm getting myself into i know how many miles i can do and i'm you know i'm having fun because my expectations are clear
0: yeah, well, it's awesome to see what you built for yourselves and self. And I feel like uh, I'm extremely jealous. <laughs>
3: what are you jealous about? Uh,
0: yeah, our life sucks. Yeah, <laughs> jealous, bro. Silent videos, great. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think it's easy. I know. No. I know how much work goes into it, but uh, I know how much extra work goes into writing a voiceover and trying to figure out the story and all that. And mm. yeah, I think not you have a good life. <laughs> Well, I, a- I think you live a nice minimal life minimal lifestyle. That's what I'm jealous of and if you look in here My life's quite chaotic. There's a lot going on a lot of
3: wasps It is interesting walking into a studio space because I used to be <laughs> a filmmaker who had a lot of stuff and now I don't so I, I like it though.
2: It's it's a cool vibe. So we got five minutes.
0: Yeah, let's uh, let's get into this or that We're gonna play a short game with you here mm. uh, If you don't mind I prepared some questions
1: and uh do You, you want to do our little intro here? Yeah, for, yeah, I would definitely want to sure. do the intro <laughs> It's that time again, folks It's time to play This, this or, or that. that The game where the guest has to choose Between either this or That <laughs> <laughs> Stongs <laughs> Alright Craig, do you understand the rules? Mm-hmm. No, he's okay. crushing the guaya key. Yeah, he's getting revved up. Do um, <laughs> you got it? I down. have the music. Do, do you want me to play it? or yeah, you? I want you to play it. Oh, okay. I mean, play it <laughs> um, do I have it? Oh, oh, yeah, no, you know. I got it? Of course I got it. What are you guys talking about?
2: Okay, and in three, two, one. All right. Midges or mosquitoes? Turn that down. Mosquitoes. <laughs> uh, mosquitoes or horseflies? Mosquitoes. Wait, you're picking the one you like more, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Lakes or creeks? Creeks. Too hot or too cold? Too cold. Wet clothes or a blister? Wet clothes? I, wait, uh, okay, yeah. I'm so nervous right now. Bug bites or sunburns? I like bug bites better. Bad audio quality or bad video quality? It's like
3: videos first. Yeah. Yeah. I could just mute everything. Good choice.
2: Coffee or tea? I already know the answer. Coffee. Fuck (laughs) tea. Yeah, Dave. I'll know our tea sponsor Batman or Spider Man?
3: Batman Batman. Just out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, Dark Knight was
2: better than Iceland or Italy what the hell is the order of these <laughs> there's no order iceland colorado or new york <laughs> new york i listen to your podcast talking about that <laughs> uh new york bagels or new york pizza new york bagels time traveled to the past or to the future future mountains or beaches mountains sunrise or sunset sunset Tent camping or hammock camping? (laughs) Let's circle back. Bivvy camping?
3: (laughs) No bivvies, no no hammocks. Tent camping.
2: Waterfalls or lakes? Lakes. And finally, overpacking or underpacking?
3: Underpacking.
2: And that's this or
3: that. Wow. Were you having a
0: seizure over there? (laughs) I was just like, I was upset at how obvious some of them were going to (laughs) be. Jesus. I was upset at the order. It's okay. Just let me live, God, my The life.
3: music really added ambiance. Yeah, awesome? right. Yeah.
0: It sets the scene. All right. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, visiting us, taking up our invitation to go mountain biking. We had fun. Hope you had fun.
3: Yeah, it was a blast. Thank you so much. I've never done a podcast after mountain biking, and <laughs> now I'm going to ask every podcast, "Can we, <laughs> we do something cool before we sit down and chat?" Yes.
0: We ruined it for everybody else. <laughs> Love it, uh, yeah. And don't be a stranger. If
3: you find yourself back here, uh, you need anything, let us know, dude. If you guys visit New York, we can rip the Central Park trails, dude. Oh yeah, we've <laughs> we. I
0: shot a video actually throughout yeah. Vancouver, or throughout New York, and did that. But I want to experience it for real without the camera. I want to do all that.
1: Have yeah. you? Sorry, this is going to eat into our time. Have you seen City Bike Boys? No. It's an Instagram where people take the city bikes from New York and they rip them. Like, so good. Hit big jumps and wall rides. and stunts. so good. Check it out for sure.
3: Yeah, most people abuse those bikes, but yeah, that seems like a, a good thing. Cool. It's cool. You
1: got anything you want to promote, talk about, mm. tell people about? Nah, dude. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, this was
3: good. I drank it all. A- you told me to drink it all. I drank it all. Oh, get? yeah. Thank you. Do
0: I get oh, another nice. one?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah, you, you can have one for the road. <laughs> 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 careful. 150 milligrams of caffeine in those bad boys. <sighs> That's light work for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: five. I got a hike tonight.
0: Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. We're going to give you one to go.
3: Oh, no. You're going to have to dump it out the airport. I'll chug it right in their faces. All the in the face yes, as yes. I drink Shotgun my six. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, thanks for ju- watching the podcast. Uh, leave us a review, comment, whatever, and join us next time when we have on the City Bike Boys. Just kidding. That's <laughs> not happening. Not it. All right. Well. Thanks for watching and listening. As always. All right.
2: Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.